0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Grab Live is podcast. So, for our disclaimer, everything we say and do on this podcast does not reflect the city of Los Angeles Fire Department. Now, for this month, it is the Suicide Awareness Month. And in honor of that, this drill is presented on the power of the heart. Before I get into this, drill, I really want to give the awareness on stepping into something like this. And the capabilities we have to change and unravel our old ways of doing has a lot to do with stepping into this space that sits in the middle of your chest. And its value and honoring that part of you. So... Right now there are new discoveries, new research that shows that the human heart is much more efficient than just a a pump that pumps blood throughout your body. The new research suggests the heart is also an access point to a source of wisdom and intelligence that we can call upon in our lives to bring more balance and harmony, equanimity, and creativity to bring this capacity of ourselves now, this intelligent operating center is really, really valuable. So, some of these studies are showing that there is a heart brain communication, that there's resilience to stress and the emotions that come up, and understanding the difference between heart rate variability, being able to control your heart rate during a stressful situation or an accumulative of stress that we're seeing, like burnout, when circumstances arise. And establishing a new baseline. There is an energetic communication that is being created called coherence between the heart and the mind. Now, some of these studies are coming up from the HeartMath Institute. And you can research a lot of this stuff on the heartmath.org to further investigate some of these things, these new studies and discoveries done by scientists to make sure there's a logical understanding behind this. It's not all this hippy dippy stuff there's some serious serious science that's backing all this stuff up now the outcomes from this and this education and research is really valuable through this website and some of the studies done by um, Dr. Joe Dispenza and the Reng Shui master of Qigong is where a lot of my studies have, have been leading me to and I thought all this stuff was bullshit Until I started doing my own inner work within that space that sits in the middle of my chest. And I began to unfold myself, really, through my own circumstances and the way I reacted to things. And instead of doing it through my logical mind, I began to shift my perspective into this intuitive space. Now, through ancient cultures, specifically the Egyptians, they had known that this is the place to think. Is that you think through the heart. Because it moves away through this linear perspective, through the mind. The mind can trap us in a labyrinth of ideas and dead ends. The heart doesn't act that way through a linear perspective. It begins to go beyond an understanding of ourselves. And there is an intuition, a knowing in this space that we are able to tap into that we're barely seeing now. So, in the means of stress, you know, the upheaval of life, we can go here and find it, find our answers. This becomes our inner compass, the way to transmute our lives in so many different ways that we've lost. Humanity has lost and we're here. And as firefighters, we give so much. We give so much, we give so much. And there's a process here. It's about receiving as well. It's giving and receiving and the way we sacrifice our lives by getting up at zero dark 30, showing up to work, and offering that to others. If we're able to step into past these walls, we're able to just unleash this power within that sits right here in between your sternum and realize how important it is. So what's really fascinating I found was that there is a study done on taking a picture of this electromagnetic field that the heart has. They did two studies. One of them was, you take a picture of the brain and it's electromagnetic field. It was up to around three to four feet, seeing that it has a, a torus field, and the way a torus field looks is like almost like a butterfly wings, but it's energy that is emitted. Now that picture was taken, and then they did one on the heart The same torus field or toroidal field went up to three miles in distance. Now, what happens is if you block yourself and create walls and you become rigid, this energetic electromagnetic field becomes smaller. And they've been doing different studies on people's fields and seeing people's inner worlds that they live in. And if it's filled with stress, turmoil, burnout, it becomes smaller the people that they had researched who are open and had this capacity to just give more and receive a lot their field was expansive what they're also finding is that there are neurons in the heart that that are separate from the mind or the brain and they are not called they're not called neurons they're called neurites they're sensory neurites that act independently separate from the the brain's neurons, there's 40,000 of them, 40,000 of them sitting inside of your heart. Now that shows something, doesn't it? So what's interesting too is that there are neural pathways coming from the heart leading to the mind. There are more neural pathways from the heart to the head than from the head to the heart. How fascinating is that? Why is it that this this is being shown on a graph, or on a picture, or these studies that are being done. It's showing that the autonomic nervous system is connected to this space. So it's something that, like your breath, that it's done, it's doing its its own work, but you can also control it. Now, same with heart rate variability. You can control your breath and lower your blood pressure, lower your heart rate. There's a funny thing I, I would do is, when I'm getting my blood pressure taken at the doctor's office, I would do some breath work the first time, and the second time, I would control my, my blood pressure when I would get my blood pressure taken by just breath. Now, I can control my own heart rate variability. That's why a lot of major, major um, athletes, they can control their heart rate because they're, they're working and having this experience with learning how to control it. So we're seeing that the effects of emotions and appreciation of compassion and care really makes a difference on your hormone. Your immune systems, it's the database, it's the hub of all the answers to being able to control your ability to function well. Now what happens is when we close ourselves off, we build these walls from hurt, trauma, internalization of experiences, we begin to just curl up in a ball and this this ability for this piece of us to expand doesn't anymore, any longer so one of the major pieces of this puzzle is that there is a coherency with the mind and the heart. There is literally a pathway that is being created, that has been measured. That there is There are waves, electromagnetic waves that are sending signals from the brain to the heart, from the heart to the brain. But if you're not accessing that part of yourself, that that wavelength is being cut off. So to have an optimal physiological and psychological state and increased cognitive function that is self-regulatory to a capacity and emotional stability and resilience, when you begin to sit with this coherence, you can understand an integration of functioning in a unified whole of certain elements that are able to give you vital life and sustainable having clarity on an intelligible scale, a quality of holding everything together as a cohesive unit. This is where our body is operating. Like I said, when you close yourself off, the heart's influence on our perceptions and our emotions, our intuition, and our overall health is depleted. Some of the research says that people experience a feeling or sensation is not only looked at through stressful emotions that affect the activity in the autonomic nervous system, but even your hormones are being depleted. So your emotions are super powerful. And when you talk to a first responder or a firefighter about emotions, they can brush you off. But this is energy and motion. When you feel joy, it's this capacity for it. It just it feels so good. When you feel the opposite of those emotions, fear, shame, guilt, anger, these things, they're they're regular emotions and we internalize them, it'll be trapped in the body and it makes us sick, leads to dis-ease and imbalance. The only way you can transmute those is if you go into your heart space, the place of which it it was felt, which it began. That is the only way to your path of healing and you have to do it yourself. No one else can. Now, if you continue your, your own deeper work and you look within, you're able to find the light within, in the, in the place of the center of your chest, you can find it. There is a way. Now, leading into this month, this awareness on suicide, it's a serious subject. And there, no one knows the answer. This, it, this could be it. It's here. You have to do the work. You have to do it. No one else can. It's significant. If you brush this off, the research shows it. there is a capacity for yourself to find the answers. But you have to do the work. It is paramount. It is essential. It is vital for your overall well-being. It's here. It's always been here. Now, if you take the leap to do the work. You will find liberation, freedom from the mind, from its entrapments. That's true freedom. That's true success of oneself. And watch your life transform in your family, in your relationships, your love life, and in yourself, ultimately you will find that peace within it's not easy trust me i've done it i've been there you find the depths of yourself you go in you find your compass which is that place in the center of your chest find your north so what's really fascinating is you can go into the five qualities of the heart this is how you access this this is called the reng shui technique This is a technique done by uh, Reng Shui, who is a a Qigong master who understands universal law and universal order. In the end, cutting away through politics, cutting away through organized religion, you find universal law and universal order. You're able to navigate your life in such a way because you're able to create your own reality through the way the universe accesses everything. If the pendulum swings one way, it will swing to the other side. It's just how it goes. That's one universal law. So going into the five qualities of the heart, these are really fascinating. It seems so arbitrary and strange that something like this is used. I'm telling you, it works. So these five qualities, I've mentioned them before in the podcast, but it is so essential to reiterate these five qualities of the heart and how important they've helped me in my own life and I'm still working with him and I'm still learning the lessons of these five qualities. And they're gratitude, openness, unconditional love, trust and true respect. And true respect is parallel to humility. Now with gratitude, the secret to it is not found in seeking more. It's developing the capacity to enjoy less and appreciation of all the benefits received. It is a state of being thankful for what you have already In a state of globalization capitalism. Come on. That's beautiful. It's the ability to afford pleasure in the contentment of who you are. There's a beautiful word used in yoga and it's called santosha. It means contentment. You know, to be content within your your state of who you are in your skin in your life. To sit with contentment is really powerful. So gratitude also has the ability to find comfort within discomfort. To be comfortable in that space when circumstances arise. You anchor in with gratitude, it's one of the most powerful things ever. For myself, sometimes I'll sit. And it doesn't have to be in meditation, I'll just sit quietly, and for five minutes, I I will go into gratitude for what I have. And it's masterful, masterful practice to do this. Now by opening up the door to gratitude, it opens up to abundance. And abundance can show up in so many different ways. It's not money. It's relationships with people, experiences. To me, that's what abundance is. Now, going into openness, ooh, all you firefighters out there, listen up. This is one of the hardest ones, isn't it? Because opening up yourself is vulnerable. Vulnerable. But what does it do? It opens up past the walls you've created in the first place from your childhood, the way you were treated by your parents, the way you were taught by organized religion, to close up, to bring shame to yourself for doing something bad or good. But when you open up yourself, you open up your heart, man, this is a real hard one. And it brings a lot of fear to some people because opening up yourself means a red flag for some people. It's not. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a flag that you're, you're surrendering yourself to. It you actually brings you to the greater existence of yourself by opening up. Now, when you're opening yourself up, openness truly means, what it means to me, means you're completely free. Nothing to hide, nothing to fear. You're free from concealment. You're being in a position of adjustment to permit passage. With yourself able to receive finally from all the pain all the suffering liberate yourself with the capacity to permit passage to receive now having no enclosing or confining barriers these are walls that we create for ourselves because we're tired of being hurt in our lives when you start tearing down those walls, some stuff comes up. That's the power of openness. It's a magnifying glass to see yourself clearly, to see your truth, to see who you truly are. You're exposed. That shit sucks, dude, being exposed. But you're exposing yourself to the hurt. When someone hurt you a long time ago or whatever, shit sucks dude it's hard but when you open yourself up it's unlimited it's beyond now when you're presenting no obstacles to the passage or the view you become unfolded and what unfolded means you're you're not limited anymore because you have nothing to hide nothing to fear now unconditional love out of one of the five qualities of the heart. Super fascinating. If you've ever been raised or treated with conditional love, you know the difference. It doesn't feel good, does it? Because you owe someone for them giving themselves to you. That's not love. I'm sorry. Now, everyone has their own expression of what love is. you got to find that yourself. You truly do. From my own experiences, it's always been about Giving, generosity. the more generous I am, the more of that frequency flows through my life, because I'm not afraid to give. But there's a problem in our line of work as firefighters, first responders and veterans, we give so much, so much, too much. There's a balance there that needs to happen, because it's a balance between giving and receiving. if you're unable to receive, it's going to cause some disarray within the self. Now, trust. What is trust? What does that mean? Trust is powerful. For me, trust means an absolute inner knowing of myself. That's what trust means. I'm able to trust beyond the unknowing. And that's scary sometimes for people. But at some point, you just give it all up. Who cares? If I lose it all, it doesn't matter to me. As soon as you step into that trust, that capability of trust, everything will flow through. That's just the way it works. It's a paradox, really. But you got to trust yourself. Now, whenever I teach a probationary member or a rookie, and... Their own capacity to trust themselves. You find someone who's confident, who trusts themselves. That's a great probationary member. Like, wow, that person's good. Even if they're they have the wrong answers, you're like, he's pretty confident, but doesn't know his shit. But I gotta admire the confidence. Straight up, trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. The value of trust leads to. Everything, it really does. Now, one of my favorites is true respect. True respect. True respect for yourself. If you respect yourself, if you respect yourself, that leads to an ability that brings in pride for yourself. Pride for who you are because you respect yourself. You're not gonna let people walk all over you Okay, there are boundaries here and I have respect for myself. Don't talk to me like that. I'm going to respect you because I'm not going to talk to you like that. That's just an example. But it's a great example of how to really give yourself respect, man. Give yourself respect. Give yourself respect. Now, in conjunction with that is the parallel, humility. There's a saying the pride cometh before the fall if you have too much respect for yourself and you don't have humility it's not gonna work man it's not gonna work but if you do both if you're humble within if you truly find what humility means to you you tap in the true respect for yourself and you respect others it's a great leader that's leadership let me say that again that's leadership being humble with true respect. Now you could use these five qualities in the advancement of your life. The power's within already, it's clear. Now when stress rises and you're depleted, you're frustrated, there's adverse effects to that. There's a choice. You can lead yourself into the center of your chest and find it. Try one of these five qualities. I challenge you, try it out. It's really fascinating. If you guys wanna do more research on heartmath.org, HeartMath Institution, look into some um, these books called The Science of the Heart, that's one of them I read, really powerful stuff, and uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza does a great understanding of the heart and its, its energetic capacity to really change someone's life. Try it out. You now, look into these things. They're really, really cool. And, you know, it's there's no straight answer for behavioral health. There really isn't. This is one of them. If you're open to it, if you're willing, if you show up for yourself, that's half the work. Now, thank you, everybody, for this uh, great episode, this drill on the heart, the power of it. And, you know, I mean, for me, I want to find my superhuman nature to go beyond. That's my path. And when I would just do my own practices, meditation, whatever, just to find balance, you know, through a stressful career, not getting any sleep, whatever, I found this to be one of the most potent exercises takes five minutes man sit with yourself be open find that gratitude now the other ones trust and true respect man those are hard you get you gotta sit with those ones and everyone's got different different things man now if you give yourself the moment try it out all right everybody this uh concludes the drill on the heart Thank you, everybody, for listening. The Grab Lies podcast is on Apple. Please give us some stars, some ratings, some comments. And then also on Spotify, um, please join our movement into preventing the suffering of all. No, we give ourselves um, not as much credit. So give yourself credit today. Celebration for yourself, for the work you do. Thank you for all the men and women out there, first responders. Firefighters, police officers, veterans, you guys give a lot. Much obliged to you. Round of applause. Thank you, everybody.